Welcome to this six-minute podcast. I'm Charles Grant, the Director of the Centre for European Reform. and I'm here with my friend, Mitch Rackman, from the Eurasia Group. We're going to talk about where the Brexit talks are going. They don't seem to be going very well, Midge, with this week's news. Tell us, tell us why you're gloomy. Yes, I am quite gloomy, Charles. That's right. We have a 55% probability of a deal, and I think that number is dropping quite quickly. The reason is, I think that there's a view at the top of the UK government that they can't get the kind of deal they want with the EU. There are big gaps on things like state aid. And as a result, the government is saying, look, we're going to try and renegotiate the withdrawal agreement because ultimately there are provisions in that agreement that will apply in a no-deal world, both regarding state aid and the implementation of an Irish a border in the Irish Sea that the government finds problematic and as such they are now seeking to renegotiate a treaty that they've committed to and ratified that's on the you know sits at the UN and it's created a big political problem for the EU so for that reason we're becoming a bit more negative. I'm still not quite as negative as you Midge I think uh, a deal is a little bit more likely than not because I think politically Boris Johnson's government needs a deal. If there's no deal and we make a lot of chaos at ports, supermarket shelves and so on, there'll be questions about the government's competence. Uh, there'll be questions about the boost that will give to support for Scottish independence with Scottish elections approaching. I think the business community will start to speak out and start to squeal much more loudly than they have done. A lot of backbench Tory MPs are getting very restless on this issue, particularly with the latest moves to overrule international law, uh, which we heard about recently. And I think the EU is going to be willing to compromise, which will try and facilitate a deal. So I still think overall the deal is certainly not, not far from certain, but more likely than not, because I think Boris Johnson needs a deal for his political fortunes. And there is a, there is a reasonable case to be made, or certainly UK officials paint a reasonable picture of what the government is now doing, this manoeuvre to renegotiate the withdrawal agreement. What they effectively say is, look, we think the risks to the single market don't come from uh, the UK, they come from within the EU. They come from German subsidies to its private sector in the context of COVID. They think the state aid framework is completely broken. They think in the context of an FTA, there would be remedies that would allow the EU to redress any unfair competition from the UK. So they, they don't understand why the EU seems to be willing to die on a hill for this question of state aid. And what they're effectively saying is, look, we've got to precipitate a crisis. We need brinksmanship. It's the only way you get movement in Europe because the sheer force of our argument hasn't worked in the negotiating room. And now really the question is, who can Boris Johnson speak to to try and resolve this issue? Is it von der Leyen? Is it Charles Michel? Is it Merkel because of the presidency? Is it Emmanuel Macron? But that's the reasonable case the government is putting forward for why it's doing what it's doing. Well, I think the EU uh, isn't going to be impressed by this kind of brinkmanship. I have a five-year-old child and if he wants to get something and I say no, he starts screaming and shouting and hope that I give him something of what he wants. So I think that's how the EU sees the UK government's behaviour right now. Be that as it may, I still think the EU is counting on rationality prevailing in London. And there is, a, there is I think, uh, as I said before, a strong case for the UK doing a deal in the UK's interest because some people wrongly think that no deal isn't much better than uh, isn't much worse than a deal in terms of the economic impact because the deal that we do get, if we will get if we do get one, is rather be rather a thin Canada-style free trade agreement. I would disagree. I think the practical political difference between deal and no deal is absolutely enormous. If there's no deal, tariffs will come in, quite high WTO-level tariffs, bad for the British agriculture sector, bad for British car industry. 
much more, less likely to get an agreement from the EU on data flows, which hugely affects many companies, and financial service equivalents, which affects the City of London. Much harder to get customs collaboration to reduce the friction at the border. Uh, and I think the Northern Ireland Protocol, which is extremely complicated, is much harder to implement in practice if there's no deal. In fact, I don't think it would work in practice if there's no deal. And of course, if there is a deal, even if it's a very thin deal that doesn't do a lot of good to our economy, it's a base on which the government can build in, in the future. And you can have future, future economic agreements between the UK and the EU, and you can in uh, uh, security in other areas too. So I, think, I, think, I still think the case for a deal is, is irrefutable. And I think ultimately Boris Johnson will make the compromises required to get there. And I think the EU, for those, for all of those very good reasons, that's, that, you know, that's why Europe, I think, will be cautious in its reaction to what the government is doing. I think they will look and study the legislation that the government publishes today. They will look to uh, have a discussion in the context of the joint committee regarding the government's intentions of implementing the protocol uh, there will, of course, be back-channel discussions between David Frost and Michel Barnier. So I don't think the EU side will react quickly. But if they do come to the conclusion after the Commission has studied the legislation that this does run a, a horse and carriages through the withdrawal agreement, then I think the reaction could actually be quite forceful. I think it's possible negotiations will be suspended. I think it's possible... Um, you know, the Commission will be forced into no deal contingency planning on the north-south border if the government is not going to operate a border in the Irish Sea, raises all kinds of awkward questions for the Republic of Ireland. That, I think, is a big, big problem. So we shouldn't underestimate how, how, how bad things could get in a world where they come to a negative conclusion on the basis of what the government's doing. Yeah, well, the British government isn't united on this either, but we're coming to the end of our time. I think the UK government has to get its act together and work out exactly what it wants. It hasn't yet done. Cheerio, Midge. Cheers, Charles.